Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? Once again, it's your boy, Mac, back with another episode of TPNB. And I'm back with my other two co-hosts. I got my boy, Mel C. How you doing? How you supposed to do it? Mel C. Uh, Mel C in the building. And my guy, Tori, back down in Florida. What's going on, everybody? Uh, not much. Just sitting here on the July 25th Sunday. You know, got to spend some time with the family this weekend. I don't know. How, how, how was y'all guys this uh, weekend so far? Good, man. Yeah. Uh, I've been with my daughter. We've been playing basketball all weekend, Shell. So uh, she uh, she's playing up with the high school kids in a little rec league. But in, in, uh, in her travel, she's really bringing it on, man. Starting to get to the rack some more. Um, growing. So it was fun watching her this weekend. So I got to watch a lot of basketball and relax. Got you. What about you, Mel? Man, I'm dealing with this AU mess as always. Just the last day of it. If I can make it through another week and one more summer, this is going to be by the grace. But I won't complain. So it's all gravy. Oh, yeah. Live period just ended, right? Today's the last day. I think it's four or five o'clock today. Oh, yeah. No, that's great. No, um, I was able to go down to Augusta this week. Watch some of my teams down in in Peace Jam. Congratulations. Hey, hey, big shout out to. I want to work. TSF Mag 23 and 24. But 24, is it true what they say? Did did y'all win a little something? Yeah, they got they got the shit, man. It was crazy. It's unbelievable. Uh, especially thinking about it in times I played basketball. I think I only won a championship for like three or four times, like a something big like that, like three times in my whole twenty five years of playing. So that, that that's that's big. I'm proud of them boys. Can't uh, forget that. Yeah, yeah. Now some other stuff happened. You no, know, with the basketball. Uh, I know both of y'all guys are very familiar with Mikey. Mikey Williams, the deal he just did. Um, so I know something you, you was thinking about, wanted to talk about. You want to elaborate on that a little bit more? Yeah, I know a couple of podcasts ago, we were talking about the NIL and the impact it's going to have on college sports. And now just on high school sports. So you look at Mikey who's signing this big NIL that he's got an agent for the NIL. And this kid is still in high school, uh, Shell. And this isn't the, this is the first deal we've seen like this for the NIL. But we lost two twins uh, down here in Florida that went to go play uh, in the overtime league, you know. So they're getting a hundred thousand, couple of hundred thousand dollars a piece. One point three million. Get your math right. Is that a piece or together? Separate. It's a two-year, one point three million dollar deal. Separate. Okay. So a couple of hundred thousand dollars. Well, five hundred thousand dollars a piece. Six hundred thousand dollars a piece, right? The the leave high school to go play professionally yeah. and. What's going to happen? Mikey, well, he's the number one ranked player in the 2024 class. I think he's number one. Is he, is he, they got him bigger than Amani Bates? I mean, higher or no? Amani Bates 2022, Mikey 2023. Yeah, yeah. Who they got him like, regardless of class? Is Mikey up there or not? Uh, He's up there. He's in the top, he's in the top 25, regardless of class. I got you. I got you. But not, not above Amani Bates. Is is he more marketable than Amani Bates? My, uh, Mikey Williams is probably the most marketable. Yeah, I would say that. Student. I don't know. I I just know what he looked like from Instagram. Every time I click on something, it's this it, he's popping up. Yeah, so man. I, yeah, I don't know really too much about Amani Bates besides I know the name. But Mikey, oh my God, my Instagram be on that all day. You know, nephew <laughs> Chase, they real 
uh, real close friends. He's posting the stuff, so I see it all the time. I don't really see too much Amani stuff. Well, do the internet hype allow you to to cash in on these NIL deals, right? Mikey clearly can play. He clearly can play. He was also one of the, the young men that said, hey, I'm going to consider HBCU as well and was trying to bring some people with him. It's a big deal, I think, for high school sports, especially the top echelon kids. Are we going to see people in the – would a McDonald's basketball game mean anything anymore? You know, it's are the things mean, that we used to go away? It's going to mean something, T.T., the biggest thing about, uh, you know, I, I, I'm cautious about how much I talk about some of the kids because, I, you know, I know most of these kids personally, the, their parents, or we played together. I played with them and spent time. So I try to keep it on the surface. But Y'all played play what together? Chase, you didn't play no basketball. We thought, we thought you was talking wait, about wait, you wait, no wait, game wait, on wait, the court, man. Back in 1964, <laughs> I was the third man off the bench. And Mel was gone. Martin Luther King, one on one, in the church league at Ebenezer That's Baptist all right, Church. Yeah. That's all right. I mean, respectfully, right. respectfully. Back to what I was saying. <laughs> uh, that generation will be the first generation to look at HBCUs, and they're gonna break this mold. And I think the old way the system is done, where these boys have been capitalized off of and not been able to participate, is over with. Mikey was the first one. I don't. He's the first one that is a draw in an eighth grade. Yeah. When we walked when we were in seventh grade traveling together. There were people waiting in line to sign Chase autograph because he was on the team with Mikey. That's how big Mikey was in the seventh grade. I saw the boy go from 50,000 followers our first tournament to probably like a quarter million in a weekend. Yeah, no, that's crazy. This man got a whole YouTube show about him. I watched him on YouTube. He got a little, a legit YouTube series about him. Well, I watched him. Uh, in San Diego, where he's from just south of San Diego Every, as a freshman. Everyone's taking the big baller brand method. He changed the game. Burp. People don't want yeah. to give him miscredit, but you know, me and Mel wow. go about it. Like, like he, he definitely changed the game. Some stuff I didn't like the way he did it, but Mel always told me like he 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 gonna change it. He doing he doing some crazy stuff. And really, Mikey was before them. Mikey was doing it before the balls. You sure about that? Yeah, I don't Mikey know ain't but fifteen years old. <laughs> Mikey was doing this when we in sixth and seventh grade. Lonzo was in the league. He been in the league for five years. This is first year, right? No, he did it with Lonzo too. Lonzo, what's his Lonzo's third year? Probably like fourth. Nah, that's like his fourth fifth. He think okay, so about the same time, four five years ago. He started. He started early. Yeah, I know he's marking. But the difference is with Lavar. Lavar was kind of speaking into existence. He was doing premonitions. Mikey was actually selling out venues as a seventh grader. Then, you know, LeBron picked him up. And that's when he blew up to another level. So he left the team that we were on and then went to LeBron's team. But the biggest thing he's doing now is actually the social media presence, getting paid off his marketability between Twitter, uh, Overtime, what they've done, and uh, Instagram and YouTube. I mean, he's generating money. He Who backs Overtime? Say what now? Who backs overtime? These guys seem like they got a lot of money to be throwing at these high school kids. Well, they raised like, eighty million. Yeah, it's like the, uh... twenty NBA players involved with it. I want to okay. say, yeah, yeah, okay. it's, it's a big thing. Uh, if you can, Mel, elaborate. Um, we was talking about it beforehand about the rule. It was is like illegal for colleges to stop you from doing stuff, or like it was never illegal. These people just never did it. They didn't want to get in trouble. So we were actually talking about the name, image, and likeness, like. Like when me and Tori went to school in Tennessee, if I wanted to sell a football and have Tori sign it, 
the get up in against NCAA rules for Tory to sign a football and be compensated. But when Tory was in high school, there's never a federation of high school rules, to my knowledge, that said Tory couldn't make money by selling the football. The only thing that would have happened to Tory in high school, they would say he could be ineligible because he'd break NCAA rules. But it's never been a federation that I'm aware of that said high school players couldn't make money. So yeah. I mean, we could work at McDonald's. So there's never, it was only when the NCAA made these make believe rules for them that then people started getting nervous about selling memorabilia and paid appearances. But in high school, that, there was no issue. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought. You said that at Jeremy. Yeah, I was like, you might actually be right about that. Um, well, he, he is right. The NCAA was the one who was fooling around with amateurism and what amateurism looked like based on you getting paid to do something. But they would keep you from playing college sports. Yeah, that was it. It was never no issue in high school. Like, it was no federation to say, oh, Tori, you made $1,500 at McDonald's. Now you can't play in this high school game. Number one, Tori would have laughed at him. Number two, nobody kept up with it. It's no, it no national federation. I think they did try to post a, a, a article the other day. Some high school supposed association, they could be federally, nationally recognized, said that NIL does not change anything for high school, but they're a joke anyway. They're making money off the boys the same way. So they would shoot themselves in the foot because over time and say, okay, let's do a national league and you won't make no money. Right. Yeah. School will go under. You won't sell no popcorn. So no. No, so kids now, I mean, I'm getting calls. And talking to parents every day, they are lining themselves up to market their high school students that have a name and a brand and a social media presence get paid. But Mel, how many kids can do that, though? See, that's what I argue people about. Y'all don't understand this. I'm going to say this one more time. Yeah, me and Mel argue all the time about that. So, yeah, we about to argue I, today about it, too. I argue with scouts all the time, <laughs> and I say everybody's going to get paid. Just like, you know, how everybody works at McDonald's? Everybody at McDonald's don't make $50,000, but the guy who makes the fries makes $7. So everybody has an avenue to generate some type of revenue. But Mel, they have to serve fries at McDonald's because that's on the menu. Don't nobody necessarily care about the seventh best player on a team that's good, but nobody knows. So why would you pay that play any money? Not I'm I'm down for everybody getting money, yeah. but I don't think the trickle down is going to be as large as you think it is. See, it's going to be for the top one percent. That's what I'm saying. Like I said, large as I think it is. I never gave you a number. The trickle down for the guy you who said everybody going to get paid. So that's large. If everybody no, no, is no, 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 no. Getting paid is not large. Getting paid means you receive income. Because Tori, when we was in school, we couldn't even work. We couldn't get nothing. I, I understand that, but we're talking about everybody. Everybody is a lot. Okay. I don't think everybody's gonna get paid because if yeah. you pay, Mel, who do you pay? Mel, Mel, Mel is doing his uh, his lawyer technique. Uh, he just say how much he could get ten dollars. He can get two hundred thousand. Then get five. He's gonna get paid. And I'm like, come on, Mel. That's not what we're talking about. Right. So <laughs> if you are talking about generating major income, no. But you got to realize, Tori and Shell, if they generate anything, y'all don't want me to curse. That's more than them SOBs allowed us to get when we was in school. Hey, I, I agree. That's we're all not I'm disagreeing. Saying. We're not disagreeing on principle. We we dis, we disagreeing on the execution of how it's going to trickle yeah, down. Right. The, the big the big problem would be if they do get paid, what you get paid is it worth you not going to college? That's the issue. For the seven best gotta, player, for the seven best player to, to get to get say twenty thousand dollars a year, is it worth for him not to go to like Duke or North Carolina play on ESPN and do it just to have that experience? Is the money worth you it? You will not be an exclusion for you to go to college when you get compensated for your NI name, image, and likeness. If you do, that's my like, that's my. Some all the kids who play in the overtime league can still go to college. Not They're professionals. 
Not if they accept contracts for playing basketball. That's now, what I'm they talking about. I just, yeah, I, that's what they, I, my bad. I'm confusing a lot of different things. That's yeah, what I was that's more not, No, but oh, see, what some people want, and I, and I, I got to be cautious about talking about, because I have contracts and I do business with a lot of these people. So I don't want to give the information that's not public. But if, if overtime was only letting you do promotion and branding, name, image, and likeness, and give you appearance fees for showing up, then technically it would not be against the current made-believe NCAA rules, which are make-believe anyway, and it's going away. I really don't believe the NCAA is going to be able to stop the overtime guys from coming in. I think they're going to be able to come. But even though they're going to be compensated for basketball, but the NCAA, everybody knows eventually before Corey, Corey's kids play basketball, they will be paid to play basketball at the NCAA. So that, 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 what does it stop, man? I mean, you know what I mean? So if you're paying athletes, um, and we're talking name, image, and likeness, right? If you're talking about the trickle-down effect, there's only a couple of sports that can even make this happen. Football and basketball, maybe a baseball player, depending on the school, right? But the trickle-down effect... i soccer in there. Okay. Yeah. I think that... Uh, I think y'all have to get around that it does not have to be millions, 100,000. It's just going to have to be capitalism, just like anything else. Like the first guy who del- delivers groceries at Walmart... He's not going to get what the CEO of Walmart get. So the 35th man on the offensive line who plays two downs, his value is not worth what the, the star guys is, but he still has value. The but practice what, player still has value. What, what, you're, what, you're, what you're describing, that though, Mel, you're not you, – we're talking name, image, and likeness. What you're describing is, is the totality, right? You're talking about a corporation type of trickle-down. What I see the NIL is is on an individual basis. And nobody getting paid for Mikey stuff, but Mikey. Yeah, no, I think you. I think you also misunderstand that uh, how it works. Even though Tori, you wasn't paid Manny, you had value to whatever dealership that we went to, whatever restaurant we went to. Just because you wore the orange or white, we all know that, right? Agree. Everybody who wore the orange or white, I had value just because I was in the car with everybody who had the orange or white. So. I might not get what Peyton would got for a guest appearance, but Corey Gaines got something. Yes. You follow me? I, I feel that, like- That's what I see the NIL is. It's a perfect example, and I'm going to quit talking so much on this. I think it was Miami or Florida State. There was one gym said, I, I'll pay everybody a $5,000 a month, a $1,500 a month uh, stipend or budget if you advertise me on your social, social media. Everybody on the football team. Just because if he says... The the cornerback from Florida State comes in there. He's gonna sell that many more memberships. Everybody on the team he offered the same deal to. Now he's probably a hundred millionaire or billionaire or a mini a, a medium millionaire, but he offered it to him because he knows if he has the Florida State football players in his gym, he's gonna get more opportunities and he can pay them for that. Because instead of paying a marketing company a hundred thousand dollars a month, he can pay these same players to come in there. Yeah, no, I, I seen that. My is university. Uh... So Miami, Miami, yeah, their yeah, football no. team. Everybody got six thousand for the year. Yeah, I know that's, that's that's he. They use the effect that happens like in the NBA, uh, players, players. The same thing, image and likeness. So every year, I get the same amount of money from the NBA as LeBron for image and likeness. I know I don't do it as much as he do. So like that's that's kind of how that, that went. But but that's revenue sharing, man. Right? That's collective bargaining, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that is. So the NIL effectively would have to be collective bargaining and revenue sharing the way I see it. I understand what you're saying on a local level, Mel. When I when I look at the impact of name, image and likeness, it's to to everybody. 
is all I'm saying, right? If you have to have a star to drive in, not necessarily a star, right? But it, depending on who the team is, it, a football team got 100 people on. They ain't going to pay 100 people to come in that gym. They're nah. going to pay 20. So you know? I, got, I, got, I got something for y'all to do, do some research on an image likeness. We can get back to it next week. So I don't know if y'all saw that Alabama quarterback, I don't think he's been named the starter yet or whatever. He got a million-dollar deal. That's what a people million. don't understand what's about to happen. He's not even a starter yet. And that's just the first. It's going to be painful. I, I don't, I don't, I got to do some more research myself. Let's th- I think we all should do that. But he got a million-dollar deal, and he, he hasn't been named the starter yet. But I can see that working in Alabama because there's no professional s- sports teams there. Yes. So it, it definitely could work. Same thing will happen in Tennessee. Well, Tennessee has other other things. I mean, other professional. But, teams. but it, but it, like it, it wasn't when I was in college, though. Yeah, yeah. But like in Kentucky, it's professional sport in town. All right, we're gonna move on to another thing. Uh, y'all guys excited about the Olympics? Yes, sir. Right. Was man. You was. Uh, you was. Yeah, Tory in Florida brought this dang on COVID back, man. What y'all doing in Florida? Why is Florida the king of COVID? What are y'all We've been the king of COVID. We've yeah, been the king of COVID. Y'all make it down there. Y'all know, put it in a bottle and ship it around the state. Listen, man, I've been What's sitting in the on? box because Florida's been the king of COVID. But I will tell you who's number two. Your great story, <laughs> state of Georgia. Hey, if we number one, you damn sure number two. <laughs> right there. We, we, we right behind you. You got to see what's going on out here. But now, like, the Olympics just started, um, you know, this weekend. Um, now, what's the things y'all looking forward to see? Besides, obviously, basketball and all that. Like, my biggest thing I like watching is, like, the track and field, the relay, the 100 meters, all of that kind of stuff. And I like watching fencing every once in a while. I don't know why I like fencing. I watch it. I don't know why you like fencing either, Shell. Yeah. You got a fascination with knives? Hey, I don't know. You got to be be quick and clean with that thing. (laughs) I've never watched fencing, but uh, uh, I know we had an American win a gold medal today. Yeah, and fencing. Listen, I love the Olympics. Um, I know this is the first time it was fifth year round, but I love track and field. But I love gymnastics, and I watch swimming. Uh, I like those two sports, and I will say I want to celebrate some black excellence right now, right? Because we got some people that we need to look at. I saw um, in gymnastics Simone Biles. Y'all familiar with her? Yeah, yeah I think everybody. I, that, think, yeah. I think she's a. I think she's a high she's class a gymnast. Yes, she's a gymnast, but she's like the most, she will hopefully in this Olympics is the most decorated Olympian ever. Uh, Should I get Michael Phelps? Yes. Yeah, because, well, not the most decorated, the most dominant Olympic athlete, I'll put it that way. If she can, she can end up with another goal. Definitely the best uh, uh, gymnast. But there was a guy I've been looking at skateboarding. This is the first year skateboarding has been in the Olympics ever. Oh, that's what I was good. I did did not know skateboarding was part (laughs) of the Olympics. It's the first year, and I'm like, man, who in the hell going to watch skateboarding until I did some research? And one of the best guys in the world is a brother, man, Nigel Houston. Uh, his dad's from Jamaica. Mom's from America. But this guy is really, really good. If you go on YouTube, you can check him out. He's got millions and millions of followers. And the guy can skate, so he, he competed yesterday. Um, so I watched him yesterday. Uh, but the swimming is really dope um, because – they're all, they're on early, but there's one girl, uh, Simone Manuel and uh, Natalie Hines. Did y'all remember Simone Manuel from four years ago? Yeah, she was the first black woman to ever win gold in swimming. 
And I, I think that was so big. I didn't think he got enough attention. Simone Biles stole the Olympics. Yeah. Michael Phelps did last year. But y'all know the history black people got with water. It's mm-hmm. not good. <laughs> you know, we've been we've been banned out of swimming pools, trying to keep us out of pool, out of beaches. And for somebody of, of African-American descent to get all the way to the Olympics, that might be the hardest and most remarkable thing, I think, I've seen in who knows when since I've been living. That girl won a gold medal and she's probably going to win another gold this year. So I'm really pulling for her. Um, if y'all checking out the, all our listeners out there, if you want to check out Simone Manuel and Natalie Hines in the pool, check them out. They're real dope and in top of their game. But Troy, as we speak on that, can you swim yet? Man, I'm an Olympic swimmer, man. Well, I would have been I, I would have been the first black swimmer if they would have took five nine cats. And if they, and if I, I wasn't getting my practice in a public pool in Phoebus. I, I just making sure. I don't remember you doing a whole lot of swimming when we was young. Actually, I can swim, man. I'm, and, and the funny thing is, how many black people we know that can't swim? Yeah, no, nah, I was uh, listening to Jay-Z the other day. He didn't learn how to, he didn't figure out and learn how to swim, so he had his kids. He's like, what's going to happen if they jump in the water if I can't swim? That's right. So that's when he started, that's what he started taking. What you looking forward to with the Olympics? Man, the biggest thing, as you say, I'm really a basketball junkie. That's about all I look at. I will look at the relays. Uh, I know, I, I, I know you watch the high jump and all that. As much as you talking about your bunnies you had, what you was doing uh, back in the yeah, day, all yeah, I know I, you looking I, at that. I'll, I'll watch the high jump, man. What? I, well, I'm telling you what I'm worried about. I, you know, I've been on a roll in this bubble <clears throat> for the last two weeks, but I heard because I haven't, I ain't seen the news. I as, heard he, it, as he's coughing. That ATL, hey man, talking about Florida. I've been vaccinated. I've been vaccinated. This ain't no political show, though. Come on now. Uh, I heard that USA been getting their butt kicked in exhibition and everything. So, man, we lost to Nigeria, dog. Nigeria, Nigeria beat us in in exhibition. Yeah, they have they have four NBA players. Australia won too. So this is thing I tell people when they. Like they lost today. Who they lost today? To they lost to France. France, yeah, France solid. But the, like France, Australia, them teams, Spain, they're gonna be hard to beat. Them dudes been playing together for twelve years. That's what people don't realize. Like I played on the U nineteen team. It's the same, and those countries the same people. In the U S, you rotate those guys all the time. I agree, man, uh, Shelvin. But if you got five of the top twenty players in the world on your team. Shouldn't you take care of business? They have they have legit pros. They have defense player of the year, Rudy Gobert, Evan Turner, who averaged 20 points a game before he got traded to Boston. Uh Nick Patoon. We Patum, got Kevin Durant. Nick Patoon. Yeah, but that's that's not a team. And they haven't played together. That's what I'm saying. Rudy and Evan and Nick Batum been playing together for the past 14 years every summer. These and they ain't just, beat us yet, though, Mel Shell. Yes, because it was because before, because it was LeBron, Katie, Melo is the same people who played together a while. They didn't show up two weeks ago thinking they about to go out there and bust people's head. It ain't going to work like that no more. People are getting better. Nick, uh, Batum, Nick Batum looked like he should have been the MVP of the league today watching that game. And he went crazy. He did he it scored, like that. Nick Batum went nuts. And I'm like, come on, man. So He's toy. still Nicholas Batum. And Rudy Gobert only had 11 points. Uh, today, now he, he's a defensive presence. Please don't get me wrong. What I saw today was we couldn't hit jump shots yet. So you tell me, same thing I saw all in the bubble from some of the better teams. 
People just can't knock down open shots. Amen. Kevin Durant had 10 or 11 points, and he got in foul trouble. He got in foul trouble, but Jason Tatum couldn't hit an open jump shot. Uh, Damian Lillard, believe it or not, had a rough day shooting today, yeah. which was interesting. I don't know if it's something to be worried about all the way through, but that'll be their toughest test. What, what did Booker but, do? Did he get to play today? Or yeah, he simple? played. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like Blue Holiday was the best player on the floor today. Yeah, and he ain't played or practice with them. You just throw him out there. Like it's it's hard to do it at a high level. You like need some chemistry. That's I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that, Shelvin. But I will tell I, you, talent talent will beat chemistry if you got enough of it. I don't see. I don't believe it. Nah, not not, not I, yes, but the other team has talent. They don't. You act like the other team doesn't have talent at all. That's the problem. Talent and chemistry will beat talent. The other day. team has a. A group of players who probably got over four or five hundred million. That means they have talent from basketball. Hey, Shell, let me ask you this: You play, you play, you played tonight in the in the in the, in the uh, pro am, right? Yeah, yeah. Your team, let's say, if your team had chemistry, you ain't beating Draymond Drummond or whoever your uh, Lou Williams team with all you, the chemistry in the world. Let me tell you this: a lot of times it comes down to we do, we don't beat them. The game's way closer than what it, what it should be. Uh, that's and my then, point. And then, but a few, but if we make a few shots and do this, we could we gonna win. It's no way we should be in, in the gym with them. That's how that is. The other thing about the Olympics, did y'all see the? Um, they got them sleeping on cardboard boxes. A few of them. <laughs> oh my god! No, a few. I think the Olympic Village, all the beds are made out of cardboard boxes. Yeah. What y'all talking about, man? Where y'all getting this information? They no, no, no. Japan. No. All of the beds in the Olympic Village are made out of cardboard. Y'all now, not 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 the mattresses, man. Why the bed frames lying? are made out of cardboard, man. It sounds like some AU programs I know putting people on cardboard beds. I ain't mentioning no names. <laughs> y'all tell me it's that bad. Hey, if it, if anybody can make if anybody can make a cardboard bed. It will be our friends in Japan. They did it. They they did it because they did not want the athletes to be having sex. Hey, cardboard bed wouldn't stop me. Hey, they're gonna stop these athletes either. They're gonna stop these athletes either. They're gonna show how they they gonna show how they athletes for real. They're gonna be exactly the flexibility, a determination, and the will to win will always shine through when it comes down to getting some. Trust me, there's a way. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, what is this? He's like, yeah, they, they're trying to stop it, spreading the virus and all that. No, hopefully- I didn't train four years not to go out there and not hook up with somebody from Brazil. Uh, yeah, I don't care they, what the bed is. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's what they got going on. Is that really the reason they put the beds like that for real? Yeah. They're sturdy. They say they're comfortable, but the frames are all cardboard. Yeah. In the Olympic Village. So, now, so the, the NBA so, players so, are not staying in that Olympic Village. Let's yeah. be clear about that. So, so, you, so you, if you come in next day, your bed, bro, we can like, ah. What you doing? Hey, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't sleeping. Yeah, yeah. We know, we know something going on. You telling on yourself now. You're right, hey, man. You're right. Uh, ain't none, ain't none gonna show the Olympic spirit about no. how hard these folks be trying to hook up and uh, the Olympics. Yeah. I can tell you that now. Uh yeah. I had some people tell me about it. Just like the the way they handle things and passing out stuff is ridiculous. But um, another thing coming up: football. NFL season, time. season coming SEC, up. man. What? What are they doing with our conferences, man? Tori, I need you to call the committee. They letting everybody in. They diluting Texas. I mean, what y'all think? Hey, they, money. They, put, they put, put, putting in because Tennessee ain't holding any end of the bargain for the past hey, 20 hey, years. Shell, what we're not going to do, Shell, is do that. What we're not going to no, do is do that. No, uh, please don't do that because we, hey, listen, let me tell you. Something. Tennessee was holding the SEC down. They didn't have to worry about nothing. Ain't no way. 100,000 in there. 
Ain't nobody worried about Tennessee. They ain't bringing no money in. We got to go get it somewhere else. That's, what, that's hey, what's going hey, on. Hey, I don't hey, know if y'all hey, know Texas, that or not. Texas ain't doing no better than Tennessee. Yeah. Texas State. But they got money. The biggest yeah. thing here that's to keep your eye out on is the TV contracts. Texas had their own TV. Network. Yeah. yeah, they had their own network. They still may keep it. But the SEC, if you get into the SEC, you're going to have to break some bread, right? And how bad is the Big 12? Everybody is we talk about the SEC. We know that's the best conference in the history of the world. Don't nobody say nothing. All y'all ACC fans out there, I don't want to hear it. Or whoever, Big Ten, I don't want to hear it. The SEC is the mecca. That's where uh, everybody want to come. I, I would agree. I, I can't I can't wait to the uh, – I'm, I'm actually going to the Alabama-Miami game, kickoff Chick-fil-A bowl. I might be there with you, Shell. Yeah, I'm going to that. So that's Alabama SEC. might beat them by 100. That's your SEC versus ACC right there. Listen, in those matchups, we usually come through clean, man. We usually come through clean. I'm just amazed at how the Big 12 can't keep teams in that conference. How bad is that run? Or it was the money not right? Because for tech, Texas and Oklahoma looking at league, those hey. are two powerhouse programs that don't need the Big 12. Big bank, big bank rule. Well, uh, what I was going to get to was like the NFL with the COVID. Do y'all kind of know that situation? Fill me in, Shell. Yeah. So with with the NFL with the COVID, they're kind of like bullying people to getting the vaccine. What so do you mean by bullying? If you don't get this vaccine, you might not have a lock in the market. They're doing it with the coaches too, right? Yes, coaches got fired this weekend because he wouldn't get the shot. Who because the, what, what school? What, what team? Uh, it's the NFL, the Minnesota Vikings. The dude got fired because he didn't want to get the shot. That's what came out. I'm pretty sure they said something else. A different, but the reason why, because the penalty is so steep. Um, if an unvaccinated player causes an outbreak for the team and you cannot play that game, it counts as a loss, and then you have to pay the other team money from the ticket sales and gates that they would have missed. Oh, so if you got to forfeit a game, you got to pay a grip just because yeah. somebody got the COVID. Yes, and that because they unvaccinated. If they was vaccinated and have it, it wouldn't be a problem. Hmm. Wow. That's that's interesting why they would do that. Uh, because they, they're not talking about COVID now. They're just talking about the vaccine. Yeah, I, I found that very strange and interesting myself. It's a shame the vaccine is such a political uh, divide here. I don't think it should be. I think it's just a matter of uh, health consciousness. Right. At the end of the day, it's your choice or not. Back to Sakari Richardson, right, whether smoke weed, the rules are the rules. These are the rules the NFL has set forth. Do you have a problem with them? Let's ask that first. Do you have a problem with them setting that rule? No, nah, not really. Because if I want to, I tell people all the time, if I come to your house, I got to play by your rules. Amen. If, if, you, if I come to your house, your shoes, you, you have everybody in the house with no shoes on, I leave my shoes at the door. If I want to keep my shoes on, I ain't coming to your house. It's just, it's just how it goes. And Mel, me and you both are rule breakers, but I do agree with Shell here. Because if you don't own the game, you got to play by everybody else's rule. I I mean, to somewhat I agree, but you have to you have to push the envelope, man. That's the only way you can move the needle. You got to push the envelope. And you cannot allow people to dictate things that they shouldn't have the authority to dictate. Medical health is real. It's, a, it's, it's an issue, man, to to make somebody do something one way or the other. So let me ask you a question, Mel. You're on a business, right? Mm-hmm. If 
you want to open your office back up. You, you see, you know, your productivity's down. Um, you need people back in the office. And you say, hey, listen, if you're unvaccinated, I can't have you back in the office. I'm going to have to find somebody who is to come in. Is that a problem? Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's a problem, but me... Would you I be mad at somebody who said, no, I want to get vaccinated? No, I respect it. I, I, but would you move I've on? Dealt, I've dealt with <laughs> some issues recently to say, coming right up my alley, really, in the business world, when I had a refusal from a top individual that said, for no reason whatsoever, am I going to be vaccinated or tested for COVID in, uh, in, in the workplace? So I, it's, it, it's touchy, man. So sometimes you have to give people options if possible, if if, if it's necessary. But sometimes, like you said, Troy, you have to part ways. So I understand both ways that you might have to part ways sometimes. It's interesting because it's a decision. I made a decision to get vaccinated. If I know somebody who made a decision not to, wouldn't hold it against them one bit. It's your personal decision to make. I do feel like this, though. In a case like this, we know COVID is real, man. It is real and it's killing people. Whether you decide to get a vaccine or not, you can't deny this thing is real and it mutates, right? I mean, herd immunity is also real. And when you get vaccinated, if enough people do it, it creates a herd immunity where the virus does not mutate and spread, which is why we have this Delta virus in the first place, right? So until that happens, we're going to always be dealing with this. Didn't nobody complain when we got the shot for polio. Polio was bad too. Everybody got you get vaccinated for polio when you're born right now. Ain't nobody heard from polio <laughs> in years. You know what I'm saying? All the stuff we put in our body, and, and whether you decide to get a shot or not is up to you. That's no big deal. My point is, we get vaccinated and inoculated for a lot of things. Chicken pox done had a slow run, dog. I don't know. When that's <laughs> like somebody with some chicken pox. Exactly, because we're getting shots for it, man, uh, Shelvin. And nobody asked you to get no shot for chicken pox. They just give it to you. For you to go to school, you better get this shot. Yeah. For kids to go to school, they got to get booster shots. They got to get immunity shots. This happens right now, but we're dealing with COVID and we're giving people a choice, which I understand. But the truth is, chickenpox, polio, they about to paint because of the vaccine. But now we don't want COVID to go nowhere and it's been killing people left and right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't compare you know, over 30 years of it to 15 months. I think that's kind of the problem. That that's happening right now. People want it to be over so quick. It's like um, it took them three and a half years to ever come up the, the the quickest vaccine, and we had it in um, eight months. But I I've, I've done some research, and they, the reason why we had it in eight months because it's the same stuff they've been working on to try to cure the flu forever. Mm -hmm. They just didn't never had to try it out on people, so they just decided to do it with this. That's what I got. What do y'all uh, think's gonna happen? Because like I was in the middle. Of the uh, of the the EYBL and the Peach Jam and all that, and teams were dropping out, kids were getting COVID, and you know people were forfeiting games. You know, I had to make some decisions. And some people agree, some people don't. I tell them like I tell them. Denzel Washington told them when he talked about the mafia, the mafia and American gangster. When they said, "Well, man, what do you think about this? Or what's going to happen?" I said, "I'm worried about them about as much as they worried about me." But my point is, what do y'all think is going to happen like with COVID and 
sports. Are we gonna go through another shutdown? I mean, he's gonna get that serious. The numbers are getting that serious. Yeah, the numbers is getting real serious. If if people don't get vaccinated, we're going through another shutdown, man. That's just I, don't think we, I don't think we'll ever shut down again. Well, let me say this. I don't think we'll shut down again either. Well, that, that's kind of – I take that back. I agree with you two gentlemen. What I what I was going to say was, in America, he once you about, give us man, something – he talking about a shutdown again. Y'all ain't never going on a shutdown. What, what shutdown uh, you going on? Well, time out, time out. Now, listen, I went on a shutdown. But you're right. Florida did not. You know who else didn't go on a shutdown? <laughs> Georgia. So anything you got to say about Florida, y'all are right in front of us, man. Y'all know y'all have strippers and a dog on U-Haul out there doing All-Star Weekend dog. Don't Did you see that? I don't know about yes. that social. It I was so it. embarrassing. I saw so that. They were in U-Hauls, man. Hey, well, there's a wheel, there is a it was, way. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> I, when so, I looked at that and saw them jumping and stripping outside and nobody called me. <laughs> hey, they didn't even put nothing over the U-Haul. It was 1999 a day, and they got, they got music and everything back then. Uh, as that freak Nick y'all been to back in the day, huh? Uh, freak Nick was great. Did do a freak Nick together? Yes, back we did. Day. Don't you judge us, buddy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't you judge us? I just think it's going to be a longer time to get through it. This va- this 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 will not go away on its own. All right, I guess. But speak, hey, getting getting a little too deep on you. I really think this is the. The earth turned around and said, hey, y'all are effing uh, up the planet and we will clean some of y'all out. No, I, that, that's not real because it's a man-made virus. You think so? Like, yes, it's, like it's, he was made, in the lab. She it, it, like he was in the lab. It was made, made, cooking it up. It's a man-made virus. Hey, polio was too? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said I don't think, it's, I don't think he, he got the spiritual world on us. Oh my God! Told us we need to clean it up. Hey, like, hey, I'm talking about oh, the earth. They got, they got, they got polio up out the paint. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, they they can get COVID up out the paint too. Yeah, Fauci, Fauci's also one of the uh, the people with the shots. He, he's he's one of the people backing him. He's invested in the company. It all works together. Let's oh. be safe out here. Well, that, 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 that's what I wanted to say, Shell. If you're not gonna get if you're not gonna get vaccinated, I just ask you to be safe. You know what I mean? Don't walk around like me. Breathing all up on me, coughing all up in my face. Respectfully. Uh, yeah. So we're about to end it uh real soon. So I was thinking about this over the week. I have speaking of COVID, I think this is pretty funny. Can any of y'all give me like a situation going through the pandemic where you went out and you did like the craziest, outrageous thing? Like for me, my example is it's like I'm in a grocery store. If one person in that out, I'm not going down that out. <laughs> <laughs> Or like if somebody sneezed, everybody just give him a look. Like, like he about to die here. Like it was just outrageous. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't have anything like that? Like uh I'm oh not, man, Tori you know, got a tail. Tori, Tori I, got I, a he, he beat up the wheelchair <laughs> man with the toilet paper. Tori, so, so I'm ashamed, but it happened. So I was one of those guys, Florida. Y'all know I live in Florida, listeners from Virginia. Shout out to 757 and the other co-host Rodney Bowens. But I live down here and Florida never really shut down. People's out here in these streets acting a fool. So I was doing the right thing. I was waiting to get supplies. And y'all, everybody know we had a run on toilet paper, shortage of toilet paper. I don't, I I don't, do under, it. I don't understand that. Like, diarrhea is not a symptom of COVID. <laughs> no, sir. Toilet paper. <laughs> What is that? Hey, people's buying bottles of water like you was going to get dehydrated from it. It's just nuts. A hurricane wasn't coming, man. Uh. So the, the toilet paper is out of here, right? So I go to Walmart right next to my house. I let the senior citizens go. And I go to time I was allotted to go. 
I'm going down aisle 10 or whatever it was. And it's this man and one of them little rascals, them little scooters. The, the man might have been about 65, <laughs> 70. I don't know. But he it was three, it was three, four packs of toilet paper on the shelf. And I'm walking, he and the he and the little rascal. And this man, and there's a big old sign saying, look, one uh, package per customer, please. This man had the nerve to take all three of them and put them in his little basket. Well, I live with three women in my house. So I had a situation of some circumstance. I'm like, hey, man, you can't have all three of these, brother. <laughs> you, uh, yes, I can. I said, no, you can't. That sign say one per customer. And I'm going I'm to take one. I'm going to put one back. He was like, you have to. He, he stood up out of his little rascal. And took all three of them and, and clutched them in his arms. And <laughs> said, "If you have to, you have to take these out of my hand if you want them." I'm like, "No problem." I drugged that dude <laughs> all the way down aisle ten and snatched uh -huh. all of them out of his hand. It was toilet paper everywhere. He on the ground. <laughs> I, I put I put one back on, threw one back at him, and kept one. And he's sitting there yelling, "Can somebody get this guy? You don't see this man?" I said, "Somebody come get your old greedy behind man. Get your ass." <laughs> I took my one pack and walked out. And sure enough, I see your man's rolling on his little scooter, checking out two of them. And I was hoping the police would get this man and take him to jail. At least not him buy, let him buy two packs. That's why we're in a situation now. People greedy and can't act right. So I'm ashamed to say it. He didn't die, listeners. But I tried to drag him as far as I could to get my toilet paper. Good news is I got four rolls of toilet. You guys, what, what, what you had going on, Mel? Oh, I could give you something on Mel. Uh, we, so, we were going through the pandemic. No, uh, no, me, Mel, son, Chase work out a lot. Tour, I show up to the gym. Mel come in, Mel rebounding for us. He got gloves, man. <laughs> I'm like, man, what are you man, doing? I ain't taking no uh, chances with these. And then he, every time somebody shot, he took the life side out and sprayed the ball and then passed it back to somebody. I'm like, what you got going on there? Man, I After was, every I shot, was, he had it in his well, back pocket. You were going to miss no practice, though, huh? Mm -mm. <laughs> it didn't you go home know. and wash your hands, did you? Man, I, hey, I walked That's all that. a pack of gloves, Lysol wipes, and the craziest thing, anytime we left the house, me and my, my baby boys, we walked in the house, we had to strip down, and she make us take showers, and she washed the clothes. Whenever we left the house, my wife is not playing doing COVID. So I hope we're not going. And, you know, Chase is about to leave in another week. So that's going to be another test if we go through this lockdown again or gets, you know, gets hectic. So I'm not looking forward to it. So I'm hoping, like you said, everybody get vaccinated. All our listeners, man, you know, we are not medical professionals. But if you can get vaccinated to help somebody else and help yourself, please do so. Get the proper research, whatever vaccine you decide to take. But if it can save your life and somebody else's life, man, do it. Don't be stubborn. Don't say, hey, man, I'll be all right. Oh, my God. Y'all got to see the video from the people of South Carolina. TT, did they put you on the text today? No. Oh, please, man. So Miami Beach, they had a beach. The media was out there interviewing people about vaccinations. And they asked one brother from, I don't know if he's from Anderson to Greenville. Why are you in Miami Beach? Are you gonna get vaccinated? He said, "I'm gonna vaccinate. I'm gonna vaccinate these women. All right, with this <laughs> <laughs> live on the air." Y'all got to see. He said, "Yeah, I'm gonna vaccinate." He said, "I come here for one reason only, one reason only to get these." <laughs> he was wilding like that. Listen, man. Oh man, y'all got to see it, man. It's on the news everywhere, man. What? 
Um, One thing for sure and two things for certain, man. You cannot coach stupid. No matter how hard you try, stupid going to be stupid. You can't coach it. Can't do nothing about it. But I'm surprised he didn't live here. That's that's some of the people down here, their attitude towards the killer. <laughs> they were at Miami Beach. But once uh, yeah. again, man, we had a great show. And we appreciate everybody. And I don't know if anybody got any last words. I don't know if we're going to do a TPNB moment today, Shell. Did you have one that you want to share? Uh, no, nah, we don't have one today. But then we got some big news coming up uh, this week. Me and Bell are going to try something different. Uh, you know, we'll be able to let y'all know our experience next week. Uh, how it go, but notice everybody just stay positive. Keep believing in yourself. Keep working. You know, there's going to be better days ahead, especially, you know, kind of recession kind of we're going through now. Just keep working. It's going to work out. All right. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, subscribe to that podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace. Mail C. Allah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.